a special isolation edition of Eat This with Leanne. Here's Leanne Philipson. Hello and welcome to this special edition of Eat This with Leanne because I'm in self-isolation and I'm broadcasting this episode in my closet and Chris, my wizard technical producer, is in his lower bathroom. He's already apologized and assured me that his children are eating a lot of fiber, so if we hear a wee flush... Then, uh, then, then, yeah, you know, you know what's going on. But this is real, Leanne. This is so real. This is real, and let's just keep it that way. Because holy crap, are we in an intense time of uncertainty? There's so much fear around, worry, you know, and and it's not just here in Toronto, where you know where we are. This is worldwide. Oh my word! So first of all. How are you? How are you doing? How are you coping? How's your mental state? How's your physical state? Oh, just keep on breathing because everybody handles these kind of situations differently. And this really is not an easy time to be in with all the change from like any kind of normal day uh, or, or routine of maybe getting up, going to work, coming home. Uh, both of my kids, they're at home and they're with me because uh, because we're in self-isolation. And I don't know if you're feeling the same, but the fa- your family members being around you all the time without much space is likely to be grating on nerves. Oh, uh, yeah. So lots and lots of deep breaths. As you navigate all these emotions, sometimes you might feel totally lonely, whether you're surrounded by people or not. People are sad. They're angry. Oh, my goodness. My daughter was so angry when we got back that she couldn't see people and carry on with normal life. I think it was just the reality of what self-isolation means was setting in. She understood it. We talked about it. But holy anger. That's her process. While we're in isolation, maybe we're overthinking, there's anxiety, anger, aggression, insecurity, and of course, this all just boils down to one big fat fear. So for many of us, this is the perfect time to be self-soothing your stress away, just like a Calgon bubble bath, but it's with food. If you're already prone to emotional or stress eating on a pretty normal day or just, you know, getting through the day compared to now, I so feel for you and know, please know, you've got to know that if there was ever a time to work on your self-compassion, be easy with yourself, be kind to yourself, it is right now. So let's get into it. Knowing that I always focus on one mouthful at a time in my nutrition practice, talking on TV, taking on any topic, TV, radio, and of course on this podcast, and now is no different. In fact, it's actually time to focus on that more than ever. As I said off the top, I'm in my closet. Chris is in his lower bathroom, so the sound is different. And while Chris and I are not in studio, because that's the responsible thing to do, and I wouldn't even go 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 there while in, in self-isolation, he's not. But, you know, we're in our respective homes, and we're just going to work with it. So while we're making it work, you've got to know that you have to make it work. 
and there won't be the usual bells and whistles and production excellence that Chris adds in his studio. We are here for you and we're showing up for you and getting this out so that we can stay connected because I think that's so important while we stay safe. So even in this time of super stress, I'm going to add in my own little ding, 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 dingle. <laughs> Listen up and eat this. <laughs> eat this with Leanne. So whether, whether before the coronavirus hit the globe or not, you know, you may find that things have changed and that your new default could be emotional eating when you haven't experienced that before. And for some, you may have had a snack or two a couple of times a day, but now that you're in self-isolation, you're at home, you're working from home, you're physically distancing yourself. Many people that I've spoken to are at about 10 snacks a day, and, and that's before lunch. Wow. <laughs> I, I, read a, I read a tweet from Arlene Dickinson uh, last night, a super successful Canadian businesswoman, and she just has the best tweets that she puts out there. And she tweeted that she'd eaten all of her day's calories, and it was 10 a.m. So know that you're not alone. Know that she's not alone. And, you know, doing things like reaching out and, and letting people know how you're doing is really important just to keep us all together. Leanne, what is your go-to snack for the listeners out there? What's your number <sighs> one? I got a lot of stress. I need to de-stress. I'm reaching for this. You know what? It's really interesting because I actually go the opposite way. When I'm stressed, I don't eat. So I actually have to think, stop and think, okay, I haven't eaten for a while. So what should I do? What should I, what should I eat? I will definitely say that I'm not really a chocolate person or a sweet person. Chips are my (laughs) go-to, but since, since we've been in self-isolation, my daughter, uh, I guess I passed it down because my kids are like chips, chips. And we have like, you know, a couple of bags of chips and they don't want to dive in because we know we're going to run out before somebody's going to go shopping for us. So popcorn, that's our new thing. So Hadley's popping. Popcorn. Uh, normally, it was in the evening. Yesterday, it was 11 a.m. So you know, you got to know that that things are changing in every household. Even though I'm a nutritionist, I'm like, already we're having popcorn already. And she said, "Yep." I said, "All right, let's roll with it." From that whole thing, the only thing I got was that Leanne Phillipson has chips in her home, and that gives me hope. <laughs> oh, there's cho- there's chocolate here too. What? But it's just. It's just not my, I mean, okay, fine, like a dark raw chocolate, but that's because what I like, right? I don't really go for the sweet stuff. My kids do, but I, but I don't so much. But, but really, it's like my brain just switches off and, and I just become not hungry. So it's, uh, I'm a bit of an anomaly. I do know other people that have that issue too, and they need to, at this, at this time, focus and actually go and eat something before you kind of fall over from, from being so faint because you haven't had anything. So, and what's yours, Chris? Uh, that would be everything else except chips. This is why you and I will never be friends. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's like seafood, right? It's my favorite. I, okay. see, it, I see it, I eat it. Seafood it's that, yeah. and eat it. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> well, I don't know if you guys have heard of this or not, but we've already got like the COVID-15. Like there's this speculation that we're all going to come out of this plus 15 pounds on the scale. And, you know, that's very possible. Lifestyle changes have happened. You're not going to the gym. I'm not going to yoga. I'm, you know, I'm doing it in my in my living room with the couch pushed out of the way. Um, I'm going up and down the stairs in my condo. So that's, you know, 22 down, 22 up. That's my new normal. And you're going to have to find your new normal too. Please, listeners, you gotta, you got to know that stress, your isolation, your loneliness, anxiety, your fear... 
The answer is not in the fridge or the freezer. I know that you look for it at the bottom of the ice cream container, the bottom of the chip bag in my case, or the cookie jar if that's your jam. The emotional eating that we're all engaging in right now actually, for me, begs the question, why? Not Now, don't go turning yourself inside out, self-analyzing and finding another thing to, you know, to really drill down on. But just asking your, yourself that question, why? As you head back to the kitchen, maybe you're go heading in for another snack, <laughs> maybe. This could actually be asking this question, W-H-Y, why? Maybe the start of some sort of mindset shift where you can pivot from food being the hopeful answer to something else to self-soothe. The biggest thing that I've heard about and seen on social media is really that people are bored. And when they're bored, they think, oh, I should go and eat something because it's something to do. Maybe under the boredom is actually fear. Like, you know, I don't know. We're all navigating this differently. There's all those emotions that I already talked about, feeling lonely, alone, sad, overthinking, overanalyzing, feeling anxious. That's huge. The uncertainty, anger, insecurity. I really think that the loneliness and that feeling of disconnect in the social distancing, which I've noticed is now being called physical distancing so that we're not self-isolating from people because we can still connect in different ways, call a friend, jump on a Zoom call, all of those kind of things. But if you're noticing that the eating that you're doing is completely mindless, you're just kind of wandering into the kitchen, you're grabbing something, you're going to sit down. Before you know it, you're at the bottom of whatever you've happened to pick up. The comfort and the answers that you're looking for no one has that for us. We have to figure that out for ourselves. We've got to give ourselves that self-compassion and just know that this is a squirrely time. And while you're looking for that comfort and connection, it's not going to come from some other snack. You can try it, but maybe the next time you do it, just be aware that that's what you're looking for. Now, emotional eating, as far as I've ever seen, doesn't usually come from a big fat salad with grated beets and carrots or maybe some hummus on the side, some sugar snack peas. No, we tend to go for, like Chris, anything at all, which is probably a little more white. Maybe it's refined, ultra-processed, tons of sugar, or like me, salty, deep-fried something like chips. Sounds good to me. I know. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Now, I know that we all know this, but I'm going to say it anyway. These foods have a knock-on effect to your overall health. Everything that's going on, mentally, physically, emotionally, and that's not good. And for the sake of your immunity, I've got to bring it in here. Your mental health, your sleep, your patterns, how you feel within yourself and in your body. Let's see what we can do to just inject some healthy here. Somewhere between her jeans collection and her sock drawer, this is Eat This with Leanne. Those high-fat, high-sugary foods, they release dopamine into your brain. So know that it lights up that reward center and that feel-good part of the brain. So that's why you want them. It's normal. Like, like it, it is. It just is. So let's talk about some other ways that you can try and feel good. So in my case, the big thing I do is I move my body. 
So how about trying to go for a walk? Maybe there's an online yoga class or an exercise class. If you got a friend that you used to go to the gym with, see what you can do together. Exercise is one of the best stress busters out there that I happen to know. For some people, and it's highly recommended, especially if you've got more anxiety type things going on with you, meditation, journaling, it can often help to ease those emotions. And rather than doing it kind of as you're feeling that crazy stress and you're, you know, the anxiety is raising, sure, go and do it right then. But you have to do it a bit more proactively. So it's a bit more of a daily practice uh, so that you've got some momentum going. Now, if neither of those are not speaking to you at all, I totally get it. For some, the best tasks to take our mind off all this food and stress is actually cognitively challenging. So don't bother with the walking or, I mean, still do it, the meditation or, you know, having a warm bubble bath. Why don't you try something that stimulates and engage your brain like a Sudoku puzzle, maybe a crossword, some sort of brain training app, chat, scrabble, call a friend, play a board game, listen to a podcast or research an, an audiobook and try and listen to that and see how that goes. As we go through, no matter what is going on, I want to just give you a few top tips. So establish some new daily routines and stick to those regular meal times. Maybe set a timer if you've got a family at home, somebody ding, ding something or finds an air horn app on the phone. All right, it's dinner time or it's lunchtime or whatever, because with everybody grazing all throughout the day, whoever does actually sit down and make dinner, if nobody's hungry for it, that's pretty tricky. There still needs to be meals that are packed with healthy, fulfilling, and nutritious ingredients. And as boring as it is, it's got to happen. I know that you can find something. For some inspiration, every day I've been doing a live video on SproutWrite's Facebook and Instagram pages. And I'm going to show you, I have shown for a couple of days, shown you how to cook a fast and easy recipe from my book, SproutWrite Family Food. Each video is seriously under 30 minutes and you've got dinner by the end of it other than maybe cooking time. There might be a snack that we're going to do. We might have some leftovers um, along with that as well. So it's a really, really great thing. So jump on to uh, jump onto that and check it out. I'm going to post the recipe every day and then you can join me at 5 p.m. Eastern time and follow along. But you got to keep some good quality proteins like tinned fish. Yesterday, or the first video, I should say, I made the salmon burgers. That's a great way to use tin fish. Um, that was one of the easy meals. And how about some eggs? If you can find some, my daughter ate about four eggs yesterday. I'm like, whoa, slow down. We got to ration those a little bit. Uh, tofu, some legumes in a big pot of soup, or maybe a rice dish. Lots of vegetables. Doesn't matter if they're fresh or they're frozen. But seriously, the protein-based meals help you to keep, help you to feel fuller for a lot longer and really are very, very good for maintaining your energy. Other foods, things like fish, nuts, dark green vegetables, seeds, oats, yogurt, and poultry, they help a feel-good hormone called serotonin release into your body. See what you can do to get those into your day. I've got my chocolate chip recipe lined up to cook on another video coming up, and they're made with oats. So that's a huge win. Uh, speaking of recipes, if you're on social media, another hashtag I've come across is the Great Quarantine Bake Off. I'm not necessarily suggesting that you join in on that one because I've seen all sorts of great oozy looking sugary things on there. And you know that that sugar is going to suppress your immune system. So depending on where you're at in your state of health, that's not what I recommend. But hey, you know what? It's a lot of fun to follow along. 
if you're super distracting and nothing that I've said so far is resonating, distract, distract, distract. It's really the only thing that you can do. Let's make some agreements. And if you need some accountability, I'm here. So if you feel bored and you have an urge to have some sort of unhealthy snack, go do a crossword for 10 minutes. How does that sound? If you're feeling lonely and you start craving some chips or some chocolates, then go call a friend for a quick chat. Nice distraction and you get to connect again. If you're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, then just hit pause, know that you're feeling this and go read a book, pick up a podcast, listen to me again for the third time, uh, try an audiobook. Let's see, can you commit to any of those and see how it goes? And reach out, let me know. I really want to know how you're doing. I want to know if what I'm telling you is helping, if my suggestions are helping you. So hop on over to any of my social media channels, leave a comment on my Leanne Phillipson Facebook or Instagram page, Spurtwright's YouTube channel. Those videos will go up there. You can comment under there. Um, Instagram, of course, Facebook. Um, you can search for the, the hashtag cook together because that's what I'm putting everything that I'm doing. Um, and, you know, know that we're all in this together. If there's something that you want me to talk about, if you've got questions for me, I am here. Chris and I are here. We're, you know, we're doing this remotely. And maybe you just, you just want to reach out and, and say hi or just say, you know, thanks for bringing us along on this journey. And I will honestly answer. If you need more help with your immune support, head over to SproutRight.com. I've created an immune supportive supplement package. Click on it. There's information there. Click buy. I am sending orders out still. I've got all that organized, even in my self-isolation. That vitamin C that's so important, that vitamin D that's so important, it still can get to you. Something that I find important or great about a podcast is that people get the opportunity to go back and listen again. Yeah. You know, to get the information again, it's funny in our isolation, specifically in my isolation, the quieter it gets, the more thoughts go into my head and the more thoughts that go into my head, the harder it is to focus. You wouldn't think that in my life as simplified as it's become, that it would be harder to focus, but it really is. And it's conversations with people like you, people like my friends. That actually helped me to focus my mind to one thought, to one idea. And then suddenly I can get things done. Yeah. Yeah, we just have to find our way. Find our find our new normal and find our way of, of how to do this. Whenever I go on a walk. Um, at any time, I always have my earbuds in and I'm always listening to things. I think I do well when I move and I listen and I, I take in things better. So maybe listening to a podcast for some people, they need to just sit down on the couch and listen to quiet their thoughts or other people need to move while you're doing that. So I think the thing here is, is just to change things up and try something different if, if what's going on is not working for you. It's hard. It's a hard time for all of us and finding our new way of coping. Self-forgiveness with the eating, you know, with Chris, with your seafood and eat it, right? It's <laughs> like, it's, you just know that it's, that's, that's this moment. I did a radio segment the other day and somebody replied on a tweet and just said, I'm going for it. And I'm like, then you, then you do. Have at it. 
For anybody that wants any other suggestions, then you can hit rewind and listen to some of the guidance that I've offered here. So we got to know this is going to pass and we're going to find our new normal. Things are changing. We're going we're gonna to stay connected. I think that's the most important thing. So as always, please, please just eat this one mouthful at a time.